today, listeners. My name's Tom Murphy, uh, and this is day 15 of the Tokyo's 2020 podcast. Uh, now, it was a little bit quieter day on the uh, events front from Australian point of view. We still have some uh, big topics to cover. Uh, but as usual, tonight I'm joined by Mr. Oliver Lemke. How are you, Ollie? Mate, going well. Uh, tough day for an Aussie today, um, but we've had a lot of fun over the last two weeks. So I think we're due for a day like this. How about yourself, Tommy? Oh, look, mate, much the same. Um, you know, it's sort of, I don't want to say it, but I'm almost had too much sport and it's starting to uh, wear thin on me. But a couple of events to look forward to over the next couple of days to get me through. Now, Al, he's a man that can never get sick of sport. How, how are you going? Oh, uh, I can never get sick of sport, but I'm starting to get there. It's been a big couple of weeks, and now that the golds have dried up, uh, so is my appetite for these obscure events. Um, hopefully, we can snag one or two more uh, golds over the next couple of days to finish off the games and um, finish it on a high because we obviously started on a high and it's kept us going, but the energy level's getting a bit low. Uh, getting back to reality, this lockdown seems like it's going on forever. What are you yeah. talking about, mate? You've been in the pub all afternoon in Chamber. Uh, the bowling club, actually, but <laughs> doesn't quite <laughs> sit right. Anyway, enough of that. Pokies, sitting on the pokies wearing a mask, so it's um, I'm feeling it up here as well. Don't worry, brother. <laughs> all right, we'll get into our opening question. Um, so this has actually come from a listener, uh, Mr. Adrian Porku. Uh, he's part of the mob down in Leeton. Um, so he said that I better drop his name on this. Otherwise, there'll be strife and I might have concrete blocks on my, my ankles and end up under the Harbour Bridge. Uh, so he's asked, if you could bring back any Olympian in their prime, who would it be? I'll go to you first, Ol. Mate, I've gone the greatest there ever was. Uh, Mr. Muhammad Ali, or as he was known when he fought at 1960 Olympic Games in Rome, Cassius Clay, um, obviously well, well, widely regarded as the greatest boxer of all time, if not the greatest sportsman of all time. So um, I would love to be um, there to watch him fight. Um, and then obviously you've got that um, extra aspect where after coming home from the 1960 Olympics as a um, gold medalist, he was um, shunned from his local restaurant. So he went out and um, threw his gold medal in the river, into uh, Louisville River. So like, I'd love to be there when he was fully appreciated as for what he was. Um, so, yeah, that's who I've gone. What about yourself, Al? Yeah, I've gone a bit of a different tact here. Um, I've actually gone with the great man, Kurt Stephen Angle. Um, he won the 1996 wrestling gold medal in the 100 kilo plus division. I'd say his prime probably wasn't until the mid 2000s wrestling on WWE Raw, um, having some famous feuds with John Cena. Um, so I'd absolutely love to see him in the um, athletes village, you know, angle slamming blokes off the table, um, winning gold. I think he could win gold in the wrestling, the boxing. Now the boxing is not quite what it used to be. Um, and with the amount of juice he was on in his prime, uh, the weightlifting probably not, wouldn't be out of his uh, reach either. So, Kurt Angle, you suck, but I love you. What, what, about, what about you, Tommy? Well, I, I, just on Kurt Angle, I don't, I still don't know. He, he didn't really get the appreciation he deserved on the WWE scene. Um, I know that was his gimmick, but 
you know, for very patriotic people, the Yanks seemed to go after him. I mean, he went out, he had the stars and stripes as his theme song with his, you know, entrance. And um, he went out with the gold medal. He was sort of your all-American type prospect and just never got the respect he deserved. Um, I've actually gone for a bit more of a patriotic one and maybe some someone that some of our listeners wouldn't know that well. Um, she was actually known as Australia's golden girl, um, was very, uh, had a particular running style with a high knee lift and she used to run with her mouth open. Uh, she's the only athlete male or female to win uh, the big three in the sprint events that's 100 the 200 and the 400 uh, and that's Betty Cuthbert so uh, I'd just love to see her in her prime apparently she was an absolute freak of nature and um, wouldn't it be nice to see an Aussie gold in the one the two and the four uh, on the track anyway moving on to today's review um, we actually go to the pool first um, in an event that we're not particularly strong at, we had the um, the team technical routine tonight in the artistic swimming. Now, that was Carolyn Buckle, Hannah Burkle, Kira Gazard, Alessandra Ho, Kirsten Ganache, Rachel Presser, Emily Rogers, and Amy Thompson. There we go. Got that all out. Uh, and unfortunately, the girls weren't able to progress through to tomorrow's final. You know, it's not a sport we're particularly good at. I see high correlations in this um, event with like gymnastics, uh, particularly rhythmic gymnastics, another one we're not particularly strong at, but um, hopefully we can push on to Paris 2024. Uh, then to the athletics this morning, we had the men's 50 kilometer race walk. We had Ridian Cowley who finished in eighth. I actually managed to catch a bit of this. Um, I'd like to back up our sentiments from previous episodes. I really, I'm not a fan of the race walk. Uh, it seems, I don't know how it was even brought in. I mean, it's a poor excuse for a marathon. Uh, you know, fair credit to whoever does it. Um, but like, honestly, it looks like it's really bad for your hips as well and your knees. Uh, these poor blokes were dying in the Tokyo heat. Uh, and it's just not a very enjoyable sport to watch. Although I did rate the commentary. Um, they made it as exciting as possible. Uh, and then we also, later on this evening, we had the women's 20K race walk. As we mentioned previously in, in other episodes, the worst event of the Olympic program. Um, no disrespect to Jemima Montag, who finished sixth, and Rebecca Henderson, 38th, and Katie Haywood, 37th. Three entrants, if you don't mind. So obviously, uh, we're producing a fair bit of depth in the women's 20-kilometer race walk category. Um, now, all you were down at the beach today. Um, watching the volleyball what did we you know disappointing result but how did you uh see del solar and Taliqua clancy how did you see it yeah it was a tough result um the aussies were no match for the americans they were far too good on the day unfortunately uh, maria faye atasho del Solar and Taliqua clancy they go home with a silver medal which was Pretty good result, really, um, coming into the tournament. But obviously today we're hoping for that goal. Um, it just looked like they were a different gravy, the Americans today. They were um, they were better up at the net. Um, and our, I think our service game let us down a lot. Al, do you catch much of that one? Yeah, of course. Luckily, it fell in the lunch break today. So I um, was able to watch the entirety of that. I felt like turning it off after the first set. But held on and... Uh, Looked like we were in for a bit of a mini comeback there in the second set, but 
Yeah, the Yanks far too good. The girls look like they'd sort of already played their grand final in their quarterfinal um, against the number one Canadians. So no repeat of 2000 glory, uh, but silver medal in an event, which is a pretty rare sport to see in Australia, is a, is a tremendous effort. I mean, you can barely go past some of those big tourist beaches in Europe and um, not see a beach volleyball net. And I don't think I've ever seen one um, on the beaches in Australia. So it's a huge effort from the girls to get up for that. You haven't, haven't been down to my local, mate, Bondi. Plenty. Yeah, I try to steer clear of Bondi. Too many Poms, too many Irish, too many Brazilians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty happy in my neck of the woods over in the leafy North Shore. What about the canoeing, mate? You were watching that today? Yeah, so the canoeing, a um, couple of good results there. So we're in a couple of finals. We kicked off at 10.30 with Bernadette Wallace and Josephine Bulmer. Unfortunately, they didn't progress through their heats uh, or their quarterfinals. But then we had the, the women's and men's K4. So they're both through to the semis tomorrow. Uh, the one to watch there is the boys. Uh, they were the second fastest qualifiers into their semifinal behind the Germans. And we obviously... Won the K2, so we've got the men's K4 500 semis tomorrow, um, which we'll touch on. But they were quite impressive today, so who knows uh, what might happen down our, uh, one of our more favoured venues, the shipping lane tomorrow. Yeah, that's it. it um, yeah, that, there might be a good medal chance there. So make sure you tune in tomorrow when we go, and, and we'll go through the preview, obviously, uh, later on. Uh and we had the track cycling this afternoon. There was a lot of sprints on. Unfortunately for the men, we didn't progress uh, to sort of the last 16. And we had one female competitor, Carly McCulloch, who unfortunately didn't make it past the quarterfinals. So it seems as though our uh, dry spell of sorts in the velodrome may continue, although there's a couple of events tomorrow where we uh, might look to push for um, some medal. Um, then we had the diving this afternoon. We had the men's 10-metre platform. Unfortunately for our TikTok sensation, Sam Fricker, uh, he missed out on the semis. Um, but Cassiel Rousseau finished eighth in the prelims and he'll move on to the, the semifinals tomorrow. Uh, then we had, the, we had the golf this morning as well, the women's stroke play day three. Uh, we had Minji Lee and Hannah Green. Uh, now, Hannah Green's actually sitting in a great position here. She's in a, third, in a tie for third behind world number one, Nellie Corder, uh, the American, who's at 15 under, and Aditi Ashok at 12 under. So she's two shots of second, three, five shots off first. So she's got plenty to play for here. Uh, one more round, obviously, left. Um, she's in good company with former world number one, Lydia Co, sitting alongside her at 10 under. Um, so there is actually a big chance that day four could be washed out um, due to rain. So I'm not sure what we do in the event of that, whether there's a contingency plan to move on to Sunday. Uh, I imagine so, given that there's so much golf left to play, but we'll keep you posted on that. Yeah, just on that as well, Tommy, I believe that uh, the forecast for Sunday is even worse. So it's... Um... They were saying during the commentary this afternoon as it all sort of wrapped up that uh, if if Saturday was washed out, then they would have to just go with the 54-hole uh, score. So I don't know what that means with a, a tie in third place, but if, if it's good enough for a tie in the bronze, in the gold medal in the high jump, I'm sure it's good enough for a, a bronze medal tie in the, um, in yeah, the women's golf. So. Definitely. Yeah. Anyway, we'll keep you posted on that. Um, 
We also had our first competitor to ever compete in karate at the Olympics. We had uh, Suniari Yahiro, who was competing in the men's Kumite. I don't know if you if that is accented or not, but in the 75 kilo elimination, uh, he unfortunately went 0 and 4 in the group stage. So whilst he is clearly of Japanese origins, unfortunately, uh, he did not inherit the um, the ability to throw kicks and punches. Uh, we also had the final day of the women's competition in the modern pentathlon. Um, so Marina Carrier of Australia finished up in 27th place. So uh, not great. Not I mean, look, great result for her. But um, considering we won gold in this event in Rio, um, you know, I think maybe there should be a, a reallocation of funds towards the women's modern pentathlon program, um, you know, particularly in talent identification. Also at midday, we had the rhythmic gymnastics. Uh, so we had the individual all-round qualification. Um, we representing us, we had Lydia Ikalveliva, I believe. I don't know. I think I butchered that uh, Russian. Um, but unfortunately for Lydia, um, she will not progress tomorrow's final. And that's the last time I'll ever have to try and pronounce her name. Uh, then the big one, the one we've been, we've been talking up for a while, uh, we had the men's lightweight semi-final, Harry the King Garcard versus Cuban boxer Andy Cruz. Now, not a great result. Harry going down 5-0 in this bout. Uh, pretty much outclassed by the Cuban. Um, you know, I think we've all grown to love Harry. And I think it was even increased, you know, the way he conducted himself post-fight. He didn't carry on. He kind of was very humble in, in his defeat. Um, what did you think, boys? I mean, I know we were talking during the event um, and we were kind of all on the same page. He maybe showed a little bit of promise in the first round, but yeah, he, he was kind of, was, it was different gravy altogether today with the Cuban. Yeah, the Cuban was um, too good today. I mean, it was it, hats off to Harry. Like he kept fighting right to the last whistle, like right, right to the bell. Um, that last round, he went out looking for the killer punch. Um, but the Cuban just had his measure. Just one of those things. He'll, he'll learn from it and he'll probably go on to have a pretty successful boxing career, I feel. Um, but today he was just outclassed. Al, you see anything differently? No, yeah, not much to add there. But the, those Cuban boys, they the first thing they do when they um, escape the womb is put on a pair of gloves and um, enter the square circle. So uh, pretty tough to compete with them. Um, especially their amateur boxing is absolutely elite, and they typically win most of the gold medals in the in the in the boxing at the Olympics. So not much Harry could do there, but unfortunately couldn't back up his com games gold with the gold here. Um, but as you said, he um, lost no admirers. Um, was very was very brave in defeat today, and carried himself extremely well after, after the fight. So um, well done to you, Harry, and. Uh, Fingers crossed we can uh, see him on some no-limit boxing cards in the near future. And I think you said it best, Al, when you said you wouldn't want to be a bottle of Jimmy when he, when Harry gets back to Dandenong in a couple of weeks' time. Absolutely not. Yeah, I'd also hate to be a um, security guard at, um, at Foot Locker. <laughs> um, might Harry, big Harry didn't get the, uh, the gold medal bonus, so he might see himself having to pinch a few pairs of tans there. 
Is that enough of the ASICs? Well, I'll tell you what. Nordica and Nike will be doing themselves an injustice if they don't go out and sign up Big Has um, to some very, very um, valuable endorsement deals because he is a man that you want advertising your products. Uh, moving into our Saturday preview, uh, forgive me here because it is in alphabetical order, but we'll move through in kind of uh, in best chronological order as we can. Uh, we've got the athletics up. We've got the mar- women's marathon final at 8 a.m. So Sinead Diver, Ellie Pashley and Lisa Waitman are our three uh, runners there. You know, obviously not an event that we're typically strong at or, you know, looking to meddle in given that it's dominated by the African nations. But, uh, you know, hopefully the girls can can do their best and, and push for, uh, you know, top 10, top 15 p- position. Uh, tomorrow night, we've actually got the women's high jump with Nicola McDermott and Eleanor Patterson. Now, I checked the odds before, not that the bookies know much, but Nicola McDermott's actually one of the favoured uh, jumpers, I think a, a, an athlete from the Russian Olympic Committee might be favourite to win, but Nicola performed very well in qualifying, uh, and I don't think she actually missed a height, I missed a jump, so she'll be looking to uh, continue that form into the final. And then one of the big events that uh, you know everyone should have marked down for tomorrow night is the men's fifteen hundred meter final. We've got Stewie McSwain and Ollie Hoare in that. Uh, obviously, Stewie McSwain in outstanding form in Europe uh, leading into these games. Um, you know, he's kind of, I don't think he's really uh, pushed himself too hard in, in the heats. Um, I think he's kind of just done enough to get there. So it'll be interesting to see his race tactic, given he's kind of tended to go out hard, set the, set the pace of the race, uh, get to a position where he's safe and um, just do the bare minimum to qualify. So, you know, He'll be in, in much better company tomorrow night. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes about that. Uh, then also tomorrow night, we've got the basketball. So you'll have to uh, start off with the basketball, maybe switch over to the 15 at some stage. Australia up against the might of Slovenia and Luka Doncic. Um, boys, what do you think? You know more about basketball than I. Um, are we, are we going to be able to nullify uh, the absolute freak that is Luka Doncic or... Um, do you see him being too strong for us? Well, I believe in the, I didn't catch much of the basketball, uh, the Slovenians versus the French in the semi, but I think he's actually nursing a bit of an injury. So I think that he took most of the, 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 the second half off in terms of um, shooting the ball and was just sort of out there defending and passing it. So hopefully he's uh, taking it a bit easy again tomorrow night because we obviously struggled containing Durant the other night and he's, uh, much the same sort of player, just an absolute scoring threat. Um, so, I mean, we came here wanting a medal. Gold would have been awesome. Silver would have been um, less awesome. But uh, bronze is probably uh, and still a massive achievement. I mean, we've we've come fourth at four Olympics. Uh, we should have won a medal at the last World Champs. So, um, it would be awesome to see the boys get rewarded. But we're going to have to wait and see. Ollie. What are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, mate. Um, like you said, I think a medal here would be awesome result, but um, it's probably the least we expect. We've got a much more well-rounded side than the Slovenians. Um, if Doncic is injured, we'd probably win by 20. Um, if he's there, it's anyone's game. Um, but we'll see how it plays out. Hopefully they can shake off. They were pretty devastated after the loss of the US, so hopefully they can shake that off and keep 
and go again. So we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, hopefully the um, Donchich's teammates, the goon squad, have given back the uh, the Americans who didn't make the Olympics as talents back into in time for them to make the, make it back to the NBA because they are literally it's just him and these seven foot two giraffes um, who look like they've just come out of nowhere. So, I mean, Slovenia is a small country. I've been there, beautiful country as well, um, but not a, not a sporting powerhouse. So, hopefully, Luke is not up to scratch tomorrow night. And then, Al, I think we're also uh, back to your um, one of your favourite events again, the canoe sprint and the shipping canal. Yeah, I love um, my love my paddling. That's it. Um, what, what are we What are we looking for down there? I know we've mentioned it before. We've got the men and the women in the K four five hundred semis to start things off. I think both in decent nick. So, you know, are we a medal chance here? Yeah, as I sort of said before, I think the boys are a bigger chance. So. Uh, the girls only just snuck through. So that in that crew, they got Jamie Roberts, Joe Bridgen Jones, Shannon Reynolds, and Catherine MacArthur. Um, I'd be very surprised if they were going to be competitive in the final, um, let alone if they make the final. Um, I think they were quite slow through the through the quarters today. But the boys today were awesome, uh, running second uh, behind the Germans in quite a fast time. So who knows what can happen there? Obviously, the Germans were hot on their heels in there. Uh, two in the K2 final. Um, so anything can happen there. And so in, in that team, we've got uh, Lockie Tame, Riley Fitzsimmons, Murray Stewart, and Jordan Wood. So uh, we've got the semi at half 11 and the final at 137. So uh, plenty doing there. If, if you have a sleep in um, and you're looking for something to watch, you, you can watch the, uh, the famous paddling down the, what is now a golden venue for Australian aquatic sports. The, um, the famous Tokyo shipping lane. So that would be awesome to see the boys win a medal there and even better to see knock off the Germans um, for gold. Yeah, definitely. It's it's fast becoming a favourite venue of ours. I mean, if I go back to Tokyo, which I, I'd hope to one day, I think I might have to go down there um, and pay my respects to a place we've done so much damage. Um, maybe, maybe we could hire a, a kayak, Tommy, and... Um, and do the the K2 1000 meters track that we so famously won gold at on um, Thursday. Yeah, you can be Jean Vest- Van der Vestuysen and I'll be Tommy Green. Yeah. Uh, just FYI, I'll probably give up after about 100 meters. So you'll have to do most of the work, but um, I'm sure you'd probably anticipate that happening anyway. <laughs> uh, right. We've got um, one of the last few events in the velodrome. Uh, we've got the men's Kieran at 4.48 tomorrow afternoon. Matthew Glatzer and Maddie Richardson representing us there. Um, we've also got the diving. So uh, we have, we've got one boat through uh, in the men's 10 meter platform. Um, so Cassiel Russo, uh, he was finished eighth in the prelims. So he'll be there in the, uh, in the semis. Let's hope he can uh, push through into the final. You know, it's not a sport. Uh, they're not the 10 meter event. What, what did Matty Mitchum win in? Uh, what did he win gold in? Was it in the 10? Do you, any of you blokes know off the top of your head? Not a diving aficionado, but rings a bell. Yeah, I don't think it was springboard. I feel like he was 10 meter platform. So, you know, maybe trying to channel some of his, uh, some of that juju. Uh, we've also, as we said, we've got the golf tomorrow pending the weather at this stage. It looks like it'll be unlikely to go. 
on uh we've also got the modern pentathlon so the men's events men's event is wrapping up tomorrow so they'll uh ed fernan he'll be swimming fencing show jumping and running and shooting at the same time uh so he's got a lot on his plate big day for ed um i don't believe he's in medal contention um but you know be good watch nonetheless and then um our last team or one of our last teams in action uh the shark are uh, the what are the the dolphins, the stingers, no, Tom. The stingers. stingers, stingers. I'm getting confused. My 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 bad boys. Too many, too many aquatic sports that we're good at. And there's, That's and it. There's... Mid, midday tomorrow, we've got the fifth versus sixth playoff against the Netherlands. Um, so looking to take a bit of con- a, a consolation there and finish fifth. Uh, that wraps up Saturday's events. Um, today's multi, unfortunately, it hinged a little bit on. Um, our volleyball girls winning gold, and unfortunately, they were unable to do so. Um, so our, our multi was out of action around midday. Um, we also, the listeners leg, Tommy Flannery and Jack Larkin, uh, Safan Hassan actually finished third in the 1500. Um, so that one didn't come off. You know, my leg, yeah, it did, it did win, but we won't, we won't do all that. My leg's, my leg's up as well, just for the record. Uh, tomorrow's multi now, boys. We've, got, we've only got, what, two opportunities left to make the, the listeners some money, the remaining people listening. Um, so, Al, what have you got? Well, we've harped, I've harped on about Paddy Mills and the Boomers all tournament, so it'd be remiss to, to get off them now. I think $2.10 to beat the... The dirty Slovenians in the bronze medal match and add to our, our glorious medal tally from this Olympics. Two dollars ten seems like a steal, um, especially if, if big Luca's out of action. So that's what I've gone for. Two dollars ten. Yeah, nice. What about you all, mate? I've gone the Jamaicans in the four by one hundred meter relay. Um, previously a sure thing, but in this particular Olympics, they're paying two dollars ten. So. Um, one to look at, I reckon. I reckon they're going to be too too good. Well, that I mean, men's four by one is going to be an interesting contest. I mean, we don't have any clear sort of favourites. Obviously, an Italian bloke winning hundred. Uh, the Americans not performing too well. I mean, what they had one bloke in the final. Um, Jamaicans, likewise, did they have did they have a man in the final? I can't remember, but it should be should be reasonably and of course uh, of course the yanks eight. failed to qualify for the final in this event of course yeah just, yeah so it's um absolute surprise mm. i've gone for um ruth chep chepen of kenya to win a medal tomorrow in the marathon uh she's second favorite um for that event and i think at a dollar 83 that's good value for her to medal uh, and Jack Redden's actually posted a listener's leg. He's gone for the, the Stingers tomorrow uh, to beat the Netherlands, paying $2.19 to finish in fifth place. Uh, all up, that's going to give you $17.67. Might be worth a, a cheeky tenner to uh, fund the numerous Uber Eats trips that you'll undoubtedly have over the weekend. Now, that wraps up uh, day 15 uh, podcast. Thanks again for being alongside me, boys. Al, anything you'd like to say? No, happy weekend. Um, happy um, South Sydney win. I believe we're up to second on the ladder now. So got Penrith in a couple of weeks. So I think we're mounting a big charge for the for the Grandy. And I'd love to see uh, the Storm and the Panthers fall away and, and we'd have uh, me and your teams in the final there, Lemo, the, in the Grandy, um, South and Manly. Obviously, Tommy, your boys won't be there, but... Uh, mm. 
in terms of the Olympics on the weekend, um, hoping the Boomers can get it done tomorrow, and that's that'll be my main attraction before um, watching through the fucking ball fest, which will be the closing ceremony on Sunday night, and just having a few beers and enjoying the um, the last of the is it the thirty third Olympiad? Good question, Al. I'm not too sure. I think it might be. Yeah, might be one for our listeners to, to let us know. Anyway, yeah. and all anything you'd like to say, any parting words? Uh, I am very much looking forward to the Bledisloe Cup game tomorrow afternoon before uh, the Olympics kicks off. It's really flown under the radar, but I think the Wallabies are in with a red-hot chance of breaking the Eden Park drought. Um, so make sure you tune in for that one. But uh, apart from that, really looking forward to uh, having one last dance with you bikes tomorrow night and then a couple of beers after to celebrate. Beautiful. Well, thank you, listeners. Uh, have a good weekend and take care.